Hello, friends, and welcome to the fourth episode of Find Your People. Have we found them yet, Mandy? I don't know if we found our people yet. Listen, it's a journey. It is a journey. It is. Um, today is a, a day. Today is a day when um, a lot of our friends are getting hit by a very bad storm. So I just want to start off saying our people who are in that path, we are thinking about you and love you and praying for you. And we hope that you'll come out this other end. All right. Uh, my friend in Statesboro that I heard from a little while ago um, said that it was just a bunch of rain so far. So I hope that that continues for all of our friends in South Georgia. So we're thinking about you today. Absolutely. Hey, Mandy. I forgot to let you say your name. This Katie. <laughs> Mandy. Hey. <laughs> I was like, what? What did I do? I'm just so worried about our people that I can't help it. Um, so uh today I thought we would start doing something fun. Um, one of my favorite things um about being in a phone unit. And working in a very large company, uh, AKA, a, what? a what unit, uh, a phone unit, which meant phone that I was one of the people okay. in the phone farm that had the headset on that answered call after call after call. That was my job. I couldn't decide if you said phone or fun. Oh no, it was not fun. <laughs> there was no fun to be had. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway, one of the best things to entertain ourselves and one of the things that, um, okay, look, so we weren't allowed to take work product home with us from the lizard. However, I may have snuck a picture or two of my screen when this happened. Um, people have really fun names and one of my favorite names that I have ever come across was a guy, he's actually, I think, still employed at the Lizard, um, which is surprising because a lot of people are not. They're downsizing big time. Anyway, but my favorite name, it popped up in my email. I was like, there's no way that's his name. There's no way. And so I took a picture. I went into the address book and took a picture. And his name, indeed. Are you ready for this, Mandy? I'm ready. You gird your loins. I thought that was his name. <laughs> Chase Cooter. His name is Chase Cooter. Last name Cooter, first name Chase. Chase Cooter. Think about that. Well, you know his daddy named him. Well, that's <laughs> so either one of two things happened. Either his parents are very funny. Or they just liked the name Chase and didn't even think what it would be like <laughs> to put it with their last um, Like, I, if if somebody's initials spell something right. funny, like, I can see that sure. just being okay. it. It didn't yep. even occur to them. Naming your child Chase when you know your last name is Cooter, yeah. that has to be purposeful. Chase Sorry. Cooter. Chase Cooter. And he, I thought when I first saw the name I was like well he's got to be you know from lower Alabama or Louisiana nope he was not so he wasn't even southern but that was like my favorite name 
that I have one. ever seen Chase Cooter and I have pictorial evidence. I will not put it out in the world because once again, wink, wink, we're not, we were not supposed to take pictures of the system at the lizard. And I don't want to get sued. Yes. So speaking that of got Cooter, me thinking. Just speaking of Cooter real quick. Oh yeah. Good, speak of Cooter, please. You know, um, Dansby Swanson, which could there be a bougier name I know, than right? Dansby? I mean, like he does it sounds like he sips yeah. his tea with his pinky up for sure. Yeah. His daddy's name is Cooter. Cooter Swanson. First name. First name is Cooter. Like legal? No. See, this is legal. But, yeah. But he goes by Cooter. Yeah. Like his what? email would be Cooter. His what? email would be Cooter Swanson. I mean, what the <laughs> <laughs> Chase Cooter. Well, of course of course well then it got me thinking about my two how could we relate this to our sports fanatic selves because it took me at least half a season for auburn the years that we had a robot hold on obamani <laughs> and a do as our receivers and they were always on the field at the same time and they always called their names at the same time and that is, I mean, that's their last name. It has to do with their heritage. I love that, but it's still a mouthful and it took some practice, but Aroba Shanu and Obamanu, and they were great receivers. And then I have started, I started seeing, well, seriously during baseball, you and I had that conversation. Yeah. But I thought, and then I started seeing stuff about these football players. So my contribution to the podcast <laughs> is that we're gonna go for every sports area that we love not every sport but like every season that we're looking forward to we're gonna go and find the craziest names the most fun names the best names that we can oh find. so now i didn't know we were supposed to go find them i thought we were just supposed to whatever ones we like knew and thought oh of. yeah yeah you can do that okay. yeah no, i okay. got a there's a whole website for football so there's there's plenty so we're gonna start today's episode with the best names in college football for this year be on the lookout some of these oh teams... no mine aren't college football either i did oh I, well I you can do whatever you rules, want baby you did not follow the rules i just okay. did funny football names look there's some they go to schools that we will never see on tv <laughs> however some of them are nicknames, but some of them's mama named them these things. And I just think it's just like, come on, it's the best. So tell me some of yours. Well, you know, the first football name, funny football name for somebody our age has got to be Dick Butkus. Oh, well, hello, Dick Butkus. <laughs> and I feel like Dick was probably in that generation yeah. of Richards uh -huh. who were called Dick before Dick meant what it means now. Because mm -hmm. I can remember there was a there was a kid from Moultrie who was named Dick when we left Moultrie mm -hmm. in nineteen eighty. Um he was he was my sister's age. But then when we moved back to Moultrie in nineteen eighty four he was Richard. Yeah, because in the meantime, somewhere between nineteen eighty and nineteen eighty people realized Dick began to mean penis and he didn't want to be penis well even now though i say and have said don't be a richard yeah yeah so even richard now is kind of but i think i mean do you remember when 
do you remember that happening or do I just remember that because we had that I remember there example yeah there are a lot of um I can't even say there are a lot of dicks from my parents <laughs> I mean, generation you can. I can't you say can. without giggling yeah. but so I feel like dick yeah but yes I love that was probably of the generation like if he had been born you know in 1984 he would have been known as richard butkus yes he would have but thankfully for us he was not and so we have dick butkus i love it i love it i love it well my first one is um from the oklahoma sooners from this year you might have heard this name um his name is general booty which kind of goes along with dick butkus general booty i feel like when you you have two options when your last name is cooter Uh, or booty yeah like you can either really play against it or you can just go whole hog yep and i feel like general booty is the option to just run full steam ahead Mm -hmm. which is great for a football player because you really want them going all out and go on with your bad self general booty booty i love it okay my next one actually is well he was i think he's in professional football name i mean football now but i remember watching he coached for ut i think which is funny considering what my shirt says we don't do orange right miss Andy. i noticed that it's a dansby swanson quote thank you very much um but he was coaching for UT and they just mentioned he was like an, a coordinator of some kind. And the announcer just casually mentions, well, yeah, that was Jim Bob Cooter. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jim Bob Cooter, y'all. There we go. Look. It's that Cooter. I would change my name. I mean, what do you do for last name's Cooter? Well, I sent you one that I will not be saying on air um, <laughs> from my days at, at the Gecko, and it's a bad word. And I think if my last name was Cooter, or if my last name was this terrible bad word, <laughs> then I would change it. Even if I moved to a new country and Griffiths meant Cooter, I would change my name. <laughs> Like, if you moved to an obscure country and Caldwell meant jackass, and everybody kept calling you Caldwell. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, you've got, you've either got to embrace it all hog, and, you know, I I never would have survived childhood because i had zero sense of humor as a child i didn't think anything if anybody laughed at anything i figured they were making fun of me right Uh, so like i never i didn't have you really got to have a special personality you do to make it through life with the last name cooter you do you do it's like girl named sue (laughs) all right so my next one I'm trying to decide. Okay, we're gonna keep going with the um the uh body part theme. Yeah. Um there's a guy that plays for the Buffalo Bulls, which is a college in Houston, Texas, named Booby Curry. Oh, Booby. I just had some sort of interaction with somebody named Booby. 
there's Bubby and Bubby I think is a traditional like Jewish, Jewish grandmother, grandmother right? name but this is B-O-O-B-I-E Curry maybe they were trying to do Bobby they missed <laughs> Because with curry, you're not in that situation. You're in no. with cooter. No. You're not having to go head first into this. You just went with booby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but I feel like perhaps these fellas who were playing college football have, you know, owned these names yep and they've become big giant hulking men yeah <laughs> to overcome the teasing that's the story we will write for them yep we will we will okay and i've only got one more okay and it's also a professional player okay um but it's also another one where it was like had your pain pills not worn mm, off yep. when they came in yep. and asked you to fill out the birth certificate? Because I offer up one <laughs> ha-ha Clinton Dix. Yes, I remember ha-ha Clinton Dix. He played at LSU, I believe. Really? I think he's with Green Bay now. He was definitely SEC because the commentators, <laughs> like I listen to that name a lot during his college years. Come uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. Clinton, Clinton Dix. Dix. I mean, there's so many things in that name. Again with the Dix. <laughs> right. Isn't, isn't it Clinton Dix? Isn't it hyphenated? It's hyphenated. Yeah. It's hyphenated. Yeah. yeah. Which you look, Clinton Dix are that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> and then you've got ha ha in front of it. Oh, the jokes about maybe, maybe his mama was a big Republican in 1996. <laughs> no. Oh Lord. Lord. So my last one um is one that I just think is hilarious. And I assume that it's one that he gave himself. Um, it's a big old strapping boy from Arkansas. His name's Bumper Pool. Bumper? Bumper pool. Bumper. Like bumper pool, like the game with the little mushrooms on the pool table. Right. Bumper pool. I feel like he earned bumper. I think he probably did. I feel like he earned bumper. I'm just trying to figure out at what point in his life he earned bumper. Was he that kid on the playground? Right. He just couldn't control himself and just kept running into all the little girls. Right. Or probably that's how like Tank Bigsby and Cadillac Williams got their nicknames is because when they were little bitty, they would like Tank would just run everybody over. So they started right. calling him Tank because he's built like a tank. So I feel like Bumper earned that nickname too. Yeah. Or it could have been when he was first learning how to drive. Yeah. Oh. He might have had some incidents. Bumper pool. Yeah. Bumper feels like one he earned. But it goes so well with pool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm going to be on the lookout for all these Be on the lookout. They're so fun. There's a whole, I mean, there's, this season is just like, oh, okay. Okay. Can't wait. Be fun. Now everybody else can be on the lookout too. Let us know. Be on the lookout. Send us your best ones. Send them to us. Yep. 
We are here for it. So, um, the Little League World Series ended. Did in um, a very exciting game. Neither one of my teams made it to the final game, but you know what? I'm not mad about it because the teams that did make it deserve to be there. Yep. It was and some it was- of the best baseball overall. There was not a bad team in the bunch. I mean, they all did so well and had so many big plays and whatnot. But the the team that won was from California and the kid was like eight feet tall. They had the tallest well, kid. He was so six the best two. thing the best thing was so it was California and Curacao, home to Ozzy Albies. Yep. Um and Curacao was down and uh one of their kids hit a green slam and tied yes. it up in like the fifth inning. So that was, it was very exciting. And then, yes, so the, the big hoss for California yeah. came up in the bottom of the six, six seven. How, how many innings did they play? I think they did go Whatever. to seven. Yeah. It was the, the last inning was tied up. Mm-hmm. I think there was one out and this kid, he's like, he's six one. Yeah, he's the tallest kid of all the kids that played. He he's was the tallest six, one. Six foot one, 12 year old. And he had hit a home run in every single game already. And so that's who you want up. And by golly, he did it. By golly, he hit did a it. Homer, walk off Homer. But what those little kids from Curacao do not need to hang their heads. They played so well. I know that's the worst thing. I texted Katie during the game and like even when the coach just went out to take the California coach went out to take the pitcher out like just a pitching change just the pep talk he's given the pitcher I'm like crying. I'm like it's all making me cry. I don't want anybody to lose. I know right. It's really good and I saw that the Dodgers hosted uh, the California team. Oh yeah. No I missed that. I'll have to go look it up. Yeah. I'll share it to our Instagram page. I love that. Um, yeah, so that was that was exciting. Yeah. Um, but so that's done and college football doesn't start till this weekend. Um, and there was mistake, no you are you are mistaken. Well University Bears. Vandy won and I had picked Vandy, so thank you. As did the Mercer University Bears. Yes, thank you. They much. did. Um and the other day there was no Braves game on. I looked. No, we'll look. So I'm the only it. sporting event available was tennis. And normally I only watch Wimbledon. But this is the US Open. And um it was Andy Murray and this angry Frenchman. I mean, he was like commentating? No. Playing. Uh-oh. Playing. Andy playing. Murray's still playing? Yes, he's still playing. Um, Is he old? Yes. But he okay. won. He beat this well, Frenchman who was very rude to the judge, was very short with everybody. Anyway, so I wasn't sad that he lost. But the thing that really got me, because you and I talk a lot about commentators and like, are you telling the stories? Are you just really dryly common color commentating or are you like my nemesis in life, Gary Danielson, who <laughs> half the time doesn't know what game he's watching and or just talks about Alabama all the time. Right. So these two guys that were commentating didn't like each other at all. <laughs> and it was the weirdest like 
usually they get people that work well together. Right. But you, you can, can sit in the bed together. They hated each other. Or uh-huh. the one guy hated the other guy. So it was Brad Gilbert, who he kept calling BG. And I think that's his nickname. I think that's what people call him BG. But BG is coaching one of the women in the tournament. Coco, who I love. I love Coco. I think she's a great player. I hope she does really well. And he's these, commentating? These commentators do not like it that they're coaching and commentating. Okay. So apparently that's a thing, though, because when you coach someone in tennis... You're not on the sidelines or there in the stadium coaching. But they're calling, but he's calling women's games. Yes. And so some of the other commentators have a big problem with this. And so the result of that was that Darren Cahill, who was this old grumpy man from Australia, was (laughs) belligerent (laughs) to BG the whole time. And I was like, I first thought, well, is, are they drinking in the booth? Like, are they angry in the booth? What is up? But he just did not like him. And it was, I was there for it. It was very entertaining. It was a much more entertaining than the tennis. It was an angry match. <laughs> all the way. So I That's feel like the next time we yeah, commentate, we should that. try that in our text chains. Just get angry at each other. <laughs> It'd be oh, fake, though. It'd be I think so we laugh. We laugh too much. Get angry at each other. But at one point, so Darren Cahill is older, as I said, and he hadn't played tennis in apparently a very long time. And BG was trying to like ask him, like, when you played, what was it like? And when you did this, do you remember doing that? And finally, Darren Cahill just said, will you please quit asking me questions about what I did 50 years ago? I don't remember. Like, wow. And I was just like, what am I watching? That's when you want to get out the invisible spray. It's, it's getting uncomfortable. Oh, like, this is crazy. So That's so funny. I think the rule on ESPN from now on should be they have to like, like each other. Because <laughs> I was, I thought I was going to have to have an intervention. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And then I saw there was some controversy, I think. Was it last night um, that it was, was it Coco in Coco's match? And she was, I can't remember. Um, Whoever it was, it was a, you know, young whippersnapper Mm -hmm. who's playing a woman who, I can't, I watched a snippet of an interview with her. She may be German. She spoke excellent English. Yeah. Um, But maybe it was a German accent, but she's Mm -hmm. like. She was taking too long between serves, uh, apparently. And she was know. like, look, I'm 36 years old and yeah. I'm still out here playing. Lucky <laughs> little whippersnapper. Minute. <laughs> Did she call her a whippersnapper? <laughs> that was purely me. <laughs> she, hello. That's me. Don't use words that are 50. 50- see i can't do it without laughing i did last night watch a little bit and it was almost painful so i turned it so i watched a little bit of venus because she's oh yeah she's a fantastic tennis player she could beat me with her eyes closed and one arm tied behind her back um but she was really struggling and i felt really sorry for her like all her friends were there it's so hard 
all our friends are famous. So it was like right. people was there and all these people and the commentators kept pointing that out that all these famous people were there to watch her lose so badly. And I was like, dang, give her a break. God. She's a She's great woman and a great tennis player. So let her right. be. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> hard. It's rub hard. it in. So hard for them to figure out when to let it go. Yeah. They were definitely rubbing it in a, a little bit last night. So Whatever happens with Venus, if she retires or not, I don't know. But I appreciate her ability very much. And I hope that she um, does not take to heart what those Richards said about her last night on commentating. Oh, really? Oh, Lord. So the only other thing that I have is that I started school back. Um, We can talk about all kinds of stuff throughout the semester, but... We had our first chapel service and um, I helped serve communion. I'm the lead deacon. And so it was just, as always, it was a wonderful thing. Speaking of names, the bishop in residence at Candler's named Bishop Larry, good pastor. I mean, what else in life are you going to do besides be a bishop? So it was good to to hear Bishop good pastor. That's funny. That's like how they, it's like, you know, how they used to give you a name based on what you did. Yeah. So he's just living up to it. Yeah. Like Um, the dentist in Macon named Toothbone. We had a Dr. Payne in Moultrie. There we go. (laughs) Love it. Um, Do y'all do communion with the intention Mm. or do you give out individual little crackers? Ma'am. Ma'am. Did you like the new intention? We do both. Okay. But this year, they're adding the wine back in. Real wine? guess who held the wine? You? (laughs) Yeah, they saved it for me. So I was, because they thought it was funny. And so I'm sitting there holding the wine going, God, this is like actual wine. Like I smell the alcohol. (laughs) Standing next to old Larry Goodpaster. Handing out the wine. Everybody, I guess everybody y'all are serving or of age yeah so everybody's of age and there are stations so there's the individual cups for the people that don't want to do intinction and then there's the grape juice for the people that are um, have issues with alcohol so there's something for everybody you can be comfortable in whatever form you want gotcha you know i grew up with the little wafers and the individual cups yep and when you're an acolyte you help serve communion and so i would we always did the crackers and then yep. the preachers did the well, grape juice. But it used to make me so nervous all the little ladies coming in for their mm-hmm. cracker with their hands shaking because mm-hmm. then they'd like dive bomb the platter mm-hmm. and I'd be like, I'm going to drop this. I know, right. Nerve wracking event. I well, I, I've done intinction for a while. I grew up doing the individual cups and wafers, but I've done intinction and I will not say who it is. But I was doing the cup and a friend of mine's child came up to me and I bent down so they could get their, they put their whole hand in the cup, first of all, let's just, and they said, they looked at their mom and their dad and they said, is this like mommy's juice? Like loud enough (laughs) for the whole of the mulberry to hear it. (laughs) Well, my friend Lana, uh, 
the first time she ever did intention and she was a grown-ass adult um she didn't know that you you know dip the bread in the cup so she just took the whole cup and yeah 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 sip out of it that's how the catholics do it yeah yeah and so some people don't realize that we just intinct and not drink well that was and it becomes that was not lana's Lena's a good Methodist and has been her whole life. She may have gone to the Baptist church, maybe growing up. Yeah. Um, sorry, the dog is about to thirst to death. Oh, Let don't let poor sweet Jenny thirst to death. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, so we, um, listeners, while she goes and gets Jenny some water. Um, the, okay, play the elevator. Hold the the uh, communion stories I could tell. Yeah. Good times. Well, Good yeah, times. Well, well, I'm glad you're back in school yeah. and getting back in routine. Yes. Um, yes. That reminds me of one of my uh, topics for this week. Yes, yes, yes. Is I saw several friends posting on Facebook about like a home chef or a blue apron or you know, those sort of meal services. Mm-hmm. They were asking about who who does one for their child that's in college. Mm-hmm. And it made me sad because what, what how are your kids going to learn to eat hamburger helper if you're delivering blue apron to them or Uber Eats or DoorDash or yeah, come on. Yeah. And, you know, I don't mean to be like, get off my lawn, but also how will they ever know, they know? that the French cut canned green beans are quite superior to the regular canned green beans. Well, like, these are maybe. vital lessons. These are vital lessons that they people are. need to know. And when else are you going to learn them? And how to properly cook ramen noodles. Right? I will and, say my nephew is already an I expert mean, with that. Yeah. And yeah. like... You eat all the weird stuff your roommate eats, you know, like you learn to eat. Like, I don't know. I was never, I never liked cheese as a child because I wanted it to be as difficult as possible. So I didn't, I didn't eat like a bunch of Cheetos and things like that. But then you get to college and you learn that the gigantic puffy cheese balls that come in the plastic container are far superior to, you know, the cheese puffs. Yes. Like these are vital things that these children are not going to learn they're not when they're getting learn. organic ingredients delivered to their door. Right. I'm worried for the youth. That's one of the many things that makes me worry for the youth. They will <laughs> never be self-sufficient. There's no way. <laughs> oh boy. Yikes. Oh. Yeah. I can't imagine like we had a meal plan and you know, it was one of our cafeteria was not the best, but there was something downstairs with different options. And the shrimp scampi from the day before always ended up in shrimp lasagna the next day. Right. Right. It was not good. <laughs> but oh well, we paid for a meal plan. You eat the meal plan. Right. Because you were you eating ramen noodles in your. Right. you weren't getting any extra money because they'd already paid for the meal plan right and we had to we had to live in the dorms until we were juniors of course i we managed to get out because of my allergies um, um 
Yeah, my allergies, uh-huh. um, which was actually quite true because we were living in an air-conditioned dorms with the windows open. Me too. Yeah, they air-conditioned um, my freshman dorm the summer I moved out of it. <laughs> well, I, I chose the unair conditioned option because the mold was so bad in the air-conditioned option oh, that yeah. we figured the open windows would be better. But yeah. We so yeah, we had we had a three meals a day plan seven days a week that we could not opt out of. Yeah. So So, I mean (laughs) Well what are these Bill and Jane aren't sending me any more money? Eat gourmet gourmet gourmet. Right. I was just really sort of sad thinking of all the fun we used to have. I can remember at one point my roommate Molly marinated some chicken breast and italian dressing yeah and then i can't remember i remember that her boyfriend was in town i can't remember if he had gone and bought a little grill or if they baked it i can't remember how but i remember being so impressed yeah at how gourmet molly was that she had marinated the chicken breast and some craft italian dressing dressing. oh my god listen Look. was fancy and i remember like i can remember calling my grandmother like trying to make cream corn right you know and being like i mean i did that nanny but it doesn't taste like yours i just feel like you're working really on gonna a dorm out. stove mandy oh my god listen listen oh. one of many reasons it didn't taste like hers um but yeah speaking of cream corn um i feel like it's time to say goodbye to summer please which is always a bittersweet time for me because i love corn and tomatoes and peaches like just the best food of Mm -hmm. the year but when i tell you the joy i felt in my bones when i walked outside yesterday Mm -hmm. and it was 20 degrees cooler than it has been for approximately 111 days yeah I hate that that was a result of a hurricane, but right. everything is more bearable when it's 20 degrees cooler. It really is. And I look, it was hot when we were younger. I mean, it really was, but this has been probably the hottest I've ever been in my life. With no relief. With no relief. None. It was like walking into an oven every day wet every single sock, day wet sock yep and so i really am just thrilled that yes. the high today starts with an eight well we're not there yet we're still in the 90s but at least it doesn't feel like 116 degrees yeah, yeah true um, so true um sorry. i'm ready for all things fall too not just um football but i'm ready for like Cause I'm up in kind of in the mountains. I'm at the very foothills. So the trees is so pretty up here and sweaters, sweater weather. Love some sweaters. You know, it's real touch and go. We do get cool down here. Like it does get, we, yeah. we will have typically most years we'll have at least a day or two below freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, So it does get cool down here, but you know, it's real touch and go too. And it'll be, november december before i might put on a sweater <laughs> so well, i can't jealous. believe you're not mentioning the best thing about leaving summer what all the people go away for you uh we'll see they'll be back this weekend well but after this and then weekend, they'll be back again 
then they'll be back again fall break has oh. become just as busy as the fourth of july so mm-hmm. we have this it's awful we, like we you get past labor day and you think oh yeah i can go eat again i can yeah. get a seat at a restaurant again and yeah. then all of a sudden they come back with a vengeance for about two weeks and then they really are gone so yeah, yeah. but it's it's a little early yet to be excited about the people being gone okay well september october is really right my now. favorite time to go to the beach because of that very reason you can walk in yeah. any restaurant you just you have to plan it right these days because yeah. that fall break is really yeah. taken over but yeah, yeah. For sure. Because you sure. had a crazy summer. Listen. Always. Yeah. Always. Well, what um, it means for me, then, too, is that I can lay in my bed on a Friday night and hear the football games over at the stadium. Oh, uh, so I love that. that. I know. Nothing better than a marching night. band. And the, oh, talk about the commentators. They're so loud, they <laughs> shake my innards every Friday night. My dad used to be the commentator in Moultrie. It's like a college campus. (laughs) I love it. I mean, this this high school here is like a college campus. And they have, every year they have five-star recruits coming out of here. So it's crazy. Like one, there was one week where Saban and Smart were both at the game. And you would have thought Jesus himself was walking around the sidelines. (laughs) Father and the son. Oh, so that reminds me did you see that ronald acuna jr who's the like leading mvp candidate for the braves he's the braves right fielder yeah did you see that three fans got on the field okay so they jumped out of the stands and like it was just he ended up on the ground like it was a really scary thing yeah but come to find out later that it was really just these guys are super fans of Ronald's. And so they had entered Kelly Kroll, who's the sideline reporter for Bally. I heard her on a podcast yesterday and she was saying she had interviewed Kevin Pillar, who's the left fielder. <clears throat> and that's right. Right. It's right fields from home. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I get that confused with my stage directions. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, Kevin Pillar's the left fielder. Um, and he was uh, Kelly was interviewing him and she said that after like they had turned off the camera and everything Kevin Plar had the best line she said he said that really it was like these guys were seeing the Venezuelan Jesus <laughs> so, so if you're really that big of a fan of any sport why would you want to interrupt the game even if it's a player that you're a fan of they were because they, well, they didn't the just picture. hug him. Did you see them carrying that one guy off, and he was still trying to reach for him like he was Taylor Swift or something? Like, yes. you're well, a grown crazy. man. What are you doing? It was Venezuelan Jesus. <laughs> Acuna can't heal you. What is your? Problem? I was hoping Dude, you'd bring that up. The funny, and the other thing. Like, there was a moment when they finally got the guys off of him, and Ronnie, like, sort of walked over there, and Kevin, like, went, Pilar, like, pushed him away. It looked like Ronnie was going to be like, let me just let him get their picture. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but it was, I, I mean, mean those that are, was really scary. I mean, that's stalker status. Yeah, that was scary. And I did see those guys got arrested, so. Well, they needed to. Yes, they did. They did. That's a whole nother level um, of crazy. 
that can segue us into our baseball story of the oh, week. Oh, I can't wait. So this week is one Justin Steele. Justin is a pitcher for the Cubs, my second favorite team. Love it. Um, he was drafted, I think, in 2014. So he's been in, uh, you know, doing this a while. Um, another one of those guys who, you know, didn't really play at all in 2020 because there was no minor league um, season because of COVID. But he did. He finally got called up in 2021 and really sort of had a breakout year last year but just the second half of the season last year is when he really sort of finally locked in so after being in the league since 2014 he got drafted out of high school and he went to high school in loosedale mississippi which is the ancestral lands of the caldwells stop it i grew up to see my grandparents in loosedale mississippi it's in george county mississippi never which is just across just across the uh border with alabama so we would get on i-10 in tallahassee and take it all the way clap 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 i mean awful Mm -hmm. um yes the dog is digging in her water bowl i can't i don't know if y'all can hear that i can't hear it i'm here for it hydrated still is the uh county seat of george county it's a county seat which has yes loosedale and it has a population of uh in the 2010 census the population was 2923 people big city i mean the best part i I remember about loosedale is they had a little um diner called the coffee pot and it had a neon Mm. old like percolator coffee pot sign Mm. that was always the coolest thing to me seeing that neon sign it sounds like uh the twigs county and meemaw's truck stop yeah that i would imagine it's very similar and my aunt fanny lived just around the corner speaking there's another name aunt fanny lived right around the corner from the from the teapot um anyway so justin is from loose sale um and there was all this talk preseason about is justin gonna be that good again is he really gonna you know be able to do it so you know i'm like this kid from loose sale are you kidding me what are the odds um he's been living in arizona because that's where the um the cubs have a big Mm -hmm. presence out there and based on my instagram stalking he appears to have met a girl who uh mm-hmm. lived in i think she's originally from somewhere up in the northeast but she also lived in arizona oh. Libby. um and justin and libby had a son Bo, and Bo was born last year on justin's birthday so he and Bo share a birthday those are the cutest names and he ever and libby are engaged and they're getting married in the off season but anyway, so the you know it was all the speculation before the season started as to whether or not sweet little Justin Steele from George County, Mississippi, was going to be able to really do it, and he it has been an ace. He is in the running for the um um I just totally blanked on it. What is it? Cy, Cy Young? Young. Cy Young. He's in the running for the Cy Young Award. Wow. Like he is killing it love it oh and he just had a big game last night they're they've got a series right now with the brewers who are uh ahead of them in the 
um, Central Division. They were ahead by four games, and they had lost the first game to the Brewers, and Justin came out last night and pitched a 1-0 winning gym. Um, so anyway, it's just really fun to what mm-hmm. and the the fact that the commentators freaking love that he is from Loosedale, Mississippi. If they have said Loosedale one time on a broadcast this right. year, they have said it fifty seven right. times. There are shirts that have been made. In fact, I need to order one. That like oh. reference Loosedale and the Cubs on this. I mean, it is a right. come on. But anyway. So that's your story. You can root for little Justin and hope he wins the Cy Young and that the Cubs make it into a wild card spot into the playoffs. I love that. I love that. Well, Justin Steele, I love a small town boy. Um, I think that, um, you know, a lot of the musicians we've talked about on here are small town Southern boys. I just love that. Yeah. They're a good lot. Yeah, um, not the one that sings about being from a small town, but the he's not from a small, not from a small town. I watched him play baseball. He's not from a small town. Aiken is not a small town. It is not a small town. Not a small town. It's not. Nope. Not. Um, but actual small town southern I do like. Oh yeah, we did. We talked about this burger joint. He's opened. Yeah. Are you going to go? Actually open. Yeah. There's a great burger in between me and that place. So I'll stop at Shunt Deli and get a burger. There we go. There we go. I don't need his nasty burger. No. Gross. Small town boy. Small town my foot. Right? Dansby's up to bat. (gasps) (laughs) Like Casey, the mighty Casey's up to bat. I love it. He's been slumping. He's been slumping. Look, it's because his hair's not big enough yet. He needs to grow it out a little bit more. He did get it cut, and it's it's See? thrown out a little. Bit. Samson, cut off of my hair, cut it off. Sorry, sing it, girl. I have all these songs in my head. I love it. Um, okay, is it time for Katie's favorites? This it week? is. It is. I have um four this week. I want to talk about the first thing is something that Mandy you alluded to earlier. It's a schedule. I love a schedule. I love my time to be regular I I miss things when I'm off a schedule because my brain does not work very well just all willy-nilly out in the world um I joke about it all the time I do have a paper color-coded calendar um I just love it I love that and um so I right now am loving my schedule so for all of you that also love paper calendars Day Designer is the one that has best aligned with my little, um, it's for teachers, but it's not as teachery because it runs the school year. Um, so it's yeah. more grad school. I'm a full grown adult kind of thing. I'm not dealing with children. So it doesn't look very juvenile, but it's, they're beautiful calendars, but Day Designer, they're my favorite. It's my favorite. Okay, good. Um, As I told you, I am not that busy. So, uh, well, <laughs> even when I'm not, I still keep a paper color coded calendar. <laughs> it has the birthdays on it and all the major sporting events, if nothing else. Okay, great. Um, so the second thing, and I mentioned this as well on here, I'm trying my best to be healthier. It's not about weight and size and whatever. It's just about being healthier. And one of the things that Mandy suggested, you always listen to Mandy, first of all, is the thing that I've learned the most in life. It's just whatever Mandy says to do, you do it. 
I'm and, sorry. Can we rewind that yeah. and let me clip That's it? That's recorded so forever. That with everybody. It's recorded forever, ma'am. <laughs> so she said we were talking about it off air, and she said, "Oh my gosh, you should try these frozen yogurt bars." And they're by Yazo, Y A S S O, Yaso or Yazo, whatever. They're so good because one of the habits that I have, part of my schedule, my daily routine. Um, from since childhood is to have just a little bit of ice cream every night um, when we spent the night with my grandparents my granddaddy would go downstairs and put on a tray four little coffee mugs with just a little scoop of ice cream in it and let us eat it in bed with them and we told bedtime stories and watched movies and so I got in that habit of having just a little something sweet every night well that adds up and so yeah. these Yazo frozen yogurt bars are so good um, I've had the coffee that's delicious. The peanut butter chocolate crunch is delicious. Mm -hmm. There's a salted caramel that's divine. So um, it's just a better way to have that same little sweet tooth at the end of my day. Cause I'm not getting rid of the sweet tooth. Yeah. And I like it. Like I've tried like that. I think we talked about this too, like that halo top. Yeah. Ice cream. Like I don't like the consistency. Of right, that. right, right, right. But this is very, this is Greek yogurt, but it's very not yogurt. It doesn't yeah. have that weird tooth feel afterward. Yeah. This yeah. is very ice cream-esque. And I'm here for And the ones Good with the glad. chocolate out, outside. Yeah, the coat, the, the chocolate coat. Yeah, that, so you don't feel like you're missing anything at no. all. No, no, no. Um, the other thing that I do a lot of, especially going back and forth to school, is listen to podcasts. Um, Preach. Look, so this one is all for all the late and men too. It will make you angry. This is cereal, um, which was one of my gateway podcasts and they haven't had a season in a while, but cereal has a, a series now. It's just five parts about the Yale fertility clinic. I don't know if you remember this in the news, but in the very first episode, all of this gets it. revealed. But one of the nurses was switching out fentanyl with saline because she was an addict. And it's about the court case and the results of that court case. And it, it's very yeah, good. I like the way anything. But it's yeah, Yale. Like like, yeah, it's one of those where I talk back to my car as I was listening in the car. Like, this is Yale. Like, this is not some backwoods fertility clinic this is yale university and you should know better i said that a thousand times back to the podcast they should know better so it it's not a touchy-feely it's not like my favorite smart list it's none of that it is very eye-opening and very informative and very scary um but i think it's a very good listen and i think it's something we all need to hear I liked the way they structured it because um, yes. you know sometimes they they can drag yeah, on, no, and only on and on yeah um but this was yeah and it you know it so the like the first episode sort mm -hmm. of told the story yeah and then the next ones were sort of all the fallout um yeah. sort of how it happened and then yeah and then the fallout did um, you guess yeah, what was, was happening I guessed what was happening pretty quick I don't know if it's because I had maybe peripherally seen it on the news, but as soon as they said like the women were in pain, I was like, somebody stealing their drugs. That's not real. I mean, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Like I thought, 
well, that's because they're not really giving him fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was really bad. So I highly yeah. recommend that. Um, uh, I think it, it for every woman out there that goes to a doctor, it doesn't just happen to be have to be for fertility. You need to know and trust your own body and know what um, and, and ask the right questions and be and push because we yeah. are not hurt. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to to call them. I mean, they're they're human beings. Yeah. They put on their pants one leg at a time, just Absolutely. like we do. And I think a lot of times it's hard for several reasons for women because we're taught to be polite and not yes. cause a stir. Yeah. But then also because sometimes we deify our medical providers yeah. and no. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> And I have been blessed with a, a, it takes a village to raise a Katie and that's doctors too. And, you know, I've got a great group of people that help me keep my body healthy. Um, but I could see where, you know, people would not have that and not realize it. So I think it's just so important to listen to on many levels. Absolutely. And some of these women were doctors and nurses. Right. So, I mean, it can happen to anybody. So. Anyway, yeah. I just thought it was really good and really important. And I hope our listeners will will go listen to that and learn from it. So the last thing, all right, Mandy, we are in a trust tree. We are not judgmental of each other and other That's women, right? Great. Like we are not, I'm not perfect. I know it's hard to tell by this beautiful body that I have that I'm not perfect. But my, okay. So my whole life, my feet sweat, right? My feet sweat. And what that does is makes your shoes stink, whether your feet are clean when you put people, them in there or not. People can't see me nodding my head, but I'm nodding my Non-look. head. Look, it's just part of the cross I bear. I have beautiful long eyelashes, <laughs> but I have sweaty feet. And so nothing has ever worked to get rid of that in my shoes. I've had to just toss shoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have tried powders. I have tried little inserts that you buy, whatever. Revolutionary, life-changing. The only thing that has ever worked that I have ever found is the cheapest solution. Dryer sheets. Put a couple dryer sheets in it. your shoes. Done. Taken care of. <laughs> So do you just leave them in there all the time and pull yeah. them out when you're going to wear the shoes? Yeah. Okay, great. Simple, Love cheap, it. and it works. I was, it, it's revolutionary. And Y'all my shoes don't stick right now. My <laughs> hey dudes are good to go. You should put one over her hind parts. Maybe it'll help her gaseousness. No, my I hey dudes are so. great. My tennis shoes that I work out in, fine. Y'all should see Katie's face. <laughs> like, where has this been all my life? Her eyes are about to pop out of her head. <laughs> I just can't you know, believe, like, I went my whole life and didn't know this. And it was so simple. Oh, I'm really excited for you, Katie. I like to see that on your notes that you said dryer sheets, not just for the dryer. Because I immediately was thinking about their um, anti-static yes. properties. Look. I learned that so, in college. Yeah. And but then nobody like told me about that, the shoe thing. 
like there's some sort of cleaning something mm -hmm. that you can use dryer sheets for but i don't remember maybe grease something that's greasy or something it maybe. helps with that i don't know yeah go check your go clean co yeah um uh, except apparently she's a cure do you know that no go clean co QAnon. Oh, yeah no. all right Lord. um mm. well that's listen so there we go i'm glad I'm glad that you are yeah. on your schedule with your calendar, eating your yogurt bars, listening to your podcast with your non stinky shoes. There I feel like go. this is just a win. I know, right? Win all the way around. It's been a winning week. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> love it. So, love next it, it. week for uh, the podcast, we have talked about. Um, doing one about hurricanes i don't know i'm kind of nervous because you know we're not done with hurricane season and well i think hurricane preparedness is a big part of that like all my friends i don't want to be i don't want to be conjuring one up i don't want to be conjuring uh, they're one coming up. honey whether you like it <laughs> or not they're coming i'm looking at the golf stop yeah. it <laughs> i know so we can wait until after if you want to, but I no, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. well, I, I want your tips and tricks on what to keep it, what to keep in your pantry. I can guess. Listen, I've lived here ten years, and I have only had to evacuate once. Yeah, and that was for Michael, and Michael hit like the, the effects from Michael started about twenty miles from here, and I don't think we even lost power. That's great. I mean, but I know, but I feel like my, I'm just buying my uh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and I used to work at uh, the Lizard Car Insurance, and that's a big deal. Hurricanes are a big deal. Well, apparently they aren't anymore since I left, but whatever. <laughs> They've got it easy now. Um, but my life used to revolve around hurricane season. My work life, and there was no work-life balance, so my life. So um, it was some fun times, though, let me tell you. So we'll um we'll we'll see if maybe we'll have a little hurricane advice for people. As long as we bless it before and after. Oh, well, now I can so do that. that. Not, so we're not conjuring them. No, them. I can do that now. I'll sprinkle okay. some hot water on it. Yeah. Okay. Good. I have okay, some. Good. Have some anointing oil. <laughs> okay. Love it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great week. I will enjoy the first week, uh, the first full weekend of college football, and fall baseball and all the things all the things Listen, the braves are playing the dodgers this weekend it's a big <gasps> oh. series y'all the cubs are playing the brewers right now and then the braves are playing the dodgers it is high high uh what's the word i don't know anyway you know what i I'll mean i'll have to turn that high game stakes. on high stakes baseball high stakes high baby stakes high stakes yeah all right y'all have a great week and we'll see you back next week and hey Brooke, we love you.